News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, with you for the next 30 minutes to help you with Louisville problems in real estate, even Southern Indiana problems. I'm licensed there as well to help you buy and sell. You can reach me anytime at 376-5483. Also in the studio, you can reach Randy Rocky of Swine Financial. Does a great job getting loans closed. 645-0736. Good to have you here, Mr. Rocky. Hello, Bob. Hello there. Also, Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. And I know, Kevin, you've got offices in both southern Indiana and in Jefferson County, and I have heard now there's one coming in Oldham County. You are correct, Mr. Sikoler. When does that open? Uh, January 1. It's in, uh, I understand it's the old Winn-Dixie complex here across from Southeast Campus in Crestwood. Okay. 6100 Crestwood Station, and we're really looking forward to serve our our friends and colleagues out in the Odom County area. Well, just branching out and expanding and doing your thing. That's good. World domination is what we're <laughs> That's looking what for. It is. <laughs> They're everywhere. All right, let's go to the phones. We've got a bank of phone calls, by the way, coming up uh, a little later on in the show. Five golden rules of home staging to sell your home faster. That will help you. That'll be coming up a little bit later. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sikiller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is Beverly. I'm about two months behind on my mortgage because I lost my job. What can I do to make it current? Can I make payments to help get it back where it needs to be? So, Randy, this we're not hearing so much of this as a problem this day and age, but it has been a problem, and there are still people who lose their jobs. She's two months home, um, Beverly. What she can she can she make? Partial payments? I don't think so. She, she can't. Uh, I, I, well, what she needs to do is call the lender and ask them. And then here, here's the thing that she definitely wants to do, whoever she's making her payment to. Once she comes to an agreement, and Kevin will definitely say this, she needs it in writing. Correct. Because if you, you before you know it, then you start getting foreclosure notices when you shouldn't. So make sure you you come to an agreement, and then once you do, you have them put it in writing, and then you execute whatever the you put together. Kevin, are we seeing many uh, foreclosures or short sales these days? I haven't seen a whole lot of them. Not that many. Actually, I did, did it my first short sale just yesterday. I haven't done one in about six months. Mm. Uh, and a short sale basically where the, the the property value is less than the actually outstanding mortgage. And we, we did quite a few. In fact, we did quite a few with Bob mm-hmm. back in the Haiti of this, yeah. 2008, 2010. And just kind of going back to what the caller said, after the 2008 incident that we had in the industry, there are quite a few federal and state agencies helping people like this young lady that, for whatever reason, fall behind. And there's a lot of new laws and regulations to help and assist her. We, um, I got a call yesterday that was the most bizarre call from a former client of mine back in 2008. They had a, um, it was a mortgage, and then they had a, a KHC loan on top of it. They were told, supposedly by KHC, not to pay X amount of dollars. But the short story is they closed. We sold their house. We had no privy to any of this information. Sold their house. They got a payoff. They paid it off. New people bought it. And then they were called by the closing attorney. It wasn't you guys. I don't know. I haven't found out exactly who it is yet. They were told by the called by the closing attorney that said that they owed this amount of money, that they – 10,000 bucks or something after the closing, which sounds like the closing attorney blew it. 
that they didn't do their due diligence. Am I right on that? Sounds like they, they had a payoff that was not accurate. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, and the other thing that sometimes comes into play, back when we did a lot of this, the fact that a lot of this debt is forgiven, that's a taxable event. Yeah. So that's ordinary income. And so that you get away from the mortgage, but then, like in this situation, the IRS could then have a bill for you. But back then, in 2008, it, it, was, it was forgiven by the IRS because of the law that uh, former President uh, uh, George Bush had signed into law, the Taxpayer Forgiveness Act. Of two thousand, it was two thousand seven. Yeah, and there yeah. there was a period of time. You're correct with that. They they waived any type of taxation right. on it. But we always tell people in that type of situation, like you said, with this individual, um, get get some help. Get some help before you get too far behind. Yep, you got it. All right, let us go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hi, my name is Casey. Yep. And I am trying to sell my home in the beautiful city of Louisville, but my neighbors have a new outdoor speaker system and they tend to keep them on full volume all the time. What would be the appropriate way for me to deal with this when selling my home? So, noise pollution, I would think, is what this would be under the. But are there ordinances, Kevin, that would tell, um, keep a person from playing their music? full value, volume in their back of their home. There are ordinances, and also if you live in an association, you're governed by those rules. And most of the time they'll have an ordinance that talks about a nuisance, and it talks about in general terms what's considered a nuisance uh, from indication of like loud sound or offensive sound or perhaps like construction noise late in the night. And it usually goes to a reasonable person standard. Um, and if this is too loud... First, check with your association if you live in a homeowners association. And second is check online and and determine which particular city or perhaps the county. And you can take a look at the the nuisance statutes and call someone. And I tell you what, in in Metro here, they're pretty – they get back with you pretty quick, and they do take it serious. Do either of you two live next to or have speakers outside? You do? No. No, no, I, I don't. But okay. I do every once in a while get my bold speaker out and play next to my fireplace. You know, <laughs> outside my door okay. fireplace. Yeah, yeah. Kev? Okay, no. so I have some outdoor speakers. So I have some. I just put in these outdoor speakers, a Sono system mm-hmm. that my, my buddy recommended. We had a professional put them in. So um, outdoors, and this really this worries me, this question, because I'm wondering if this is one of <laughs> our neighbors. neighbors. <laughs> I'm not playing them that loud. In fact, Sandy comes out and says, oh, those are too loud. And I'm thinking... I can hardly hear them. She goes, oh, they're much too loud, much too loud. I go, no, no, really, Sandy, you can really, if you move off of our deck, you cannot hear them. So I had an idea. I said, okay, let's do this. Let's turn them on, and I haven't done this yet, but I'll have you go to the end of the property and then see if you can be heard, if the speakers can be heard at the end of the property. And I think that's the solution. If they're loud and you're being heard off your property maybe that and we don't have that big of a piece of property i know that a neighbor every once in a while would fire up this corvette i think it's a corvette and vroom, vroom, and that wasn't so nice but it wasn't i was going to make an issue over it i mean i think the best thing is to just go over and say hey you know yeah, yeah that's the first than, step we forgot about just go over and talk to talk to him yeah. yeah hey turn it down a little bit just a little bit okay <laughs> and I'll, i'm just giving my permission to all of our neighbors <laughs> if you would like them, the speakers to be louder, which I'd love you to do, come over and tell me to make them louder because you'd love to hear the music. 
But that would put he would be looking at me and saying, oh, "You set me up on that." No, no, seriously. But I really do think uh, if you if that's too loud, I want to know. So come over and talk to me. I don't you think playing Hank Williams or opera no, or something. No, I like, like you know just okay. just very relaxing music. <laughs> All right, back to the phones. Good. And this may be oh he, this AJ's listening to the show because he's asking the same thing. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. This is AJ yeah. from Louisville. Hey, buddy. I was wondering if I purchased the house and it turned out that I had very bad neighbors, would it hurt me if I was to sell the house immediately and try to buy another, or what could I do about those bad neighbors? Well, this goes back to the problem, in essence, if you've got people playing loud music, but I think this takes one step further. Bad neighbors, um, I think the only time it could really hurt you, and you guys help me out here, is if you look at the next-door neighbor's backyard and it looks like a junkyard, because then... Perspective buyers are going to see that and they're going to go, oh, I don't want to get in the middle of something like this. Legally, there's nothing you really can do. Am I right about well, that? Well, we, we kind of went in it before. You can keep calling code enforcement at Metro and they keep coming out threatening to find your neighbor. Mm-hmm. But that makes it a very difficult situation when you have to live next to someone that you're constantly calling up threatening to find. So, I, you know, and, and, and sometimes it's a reasonable person for, you know, Perhaps Randy living next to Bob, he'd just be fine. And perhaps maybe I'm more sensitive to your noise and your music. Yeah. So I'm not sure what the answer to that is. Um, you know, talk to your neighbor would be step one. I think that is step one. Because at that point, you then you, after that, you contact the city and find out what the ordinance might be for that. If you're thinking about selling your home, we have a free no-obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips. I mean, I think it's like 150 to 200 tips now. Want a copy? Simple. Send me an email, bob at com, and put the selling tips, the word selling tips, in the subject line. Again, free, no obligation, bob at com. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Stacoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Cindy. I've yeah. had some credit problems in the past few years. My credit score is about a 600. Will that be an issue when I go to buy a house next year? This seems like a common theme that a lot of people are having this oh, yes. problem. What? You know, what's interesting is uh, the millennials, uh, the average home buyer is 35 years old now, yeah, the right. first time home buyer, and their average credit score is a 658. So, uh, which I find very interesting. So, anyways, back to the question at hand is a 600 credit score, more than likely, we can help them. Uh, and I really believe they should call me in this scenario. And, what we can do is if we can't help them now, we'll put them in a position where they'll be ready, like she said, the first of the year. We should, you know, hopefully we'll be able to give them a roadmap to get there if we can't get her house now. Yeah. So, I, again, I would give Randy a call because he's definitely – and you have people who actually help with credit yes, counseling and uh-huh. like. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I was just saying, just curious, why are millennials – is it student loans that, uh, that reflect the lower credit scores? You know, I, I guess it would be, um, you know, and the fact that – uh, I, you, you should get a credit card when you're younger if you, if you pay it off every month. You know, there's things that you should do, in my opinion, to build your credit. I'm doing for my kids. Let me, and a lot of people disagree with that. You know, with Dave Ramsey's theory, you just don't do that. But you, as far as establishing credit, there are certain steps you should take. And uh, one of them is getting your kids a credit card when they turn 16. You pay it off every month. You can help co-sign with it, and it, it starts establishing credit for them. Let me just tell you, one of the things that um, you hit a nail on that, on why do the students have 
debt. When my kids were going through school, some of these credit card companies were sending them credit cards to use them to get them hooked on using credit. I think that's totally unfair. Well, They're, again, you have to be responsible about it as a parent, and and you got to you yeah. got to you got to. But I know it's a fine line, guys. But I, I really believe if you're going to establish credit, you need really three open trade lines for a little bit uh, to get a higher credit score, Kevin. Which is exactly what you're talking about, and that's right. how you establish that now. Again, if you have a $300 limit on a credit card and you run a $300 balance and you only pay the minimum payment, your credit score is going to be in the low sixes. Mm-hmm. But if you pay it off every month, then you can get in a high seven credit score. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, the scoop on five golden rules of home staging to sell your home faster. In the studio, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial at 645-0736, and Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank. Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. Now, not only in southern Indiana and offices in Jefferson County, they have a new one opening up in Oldham County. And you can reach me anytime, Bob Sekolder, 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. Did you know that federal law gives the buyer in a real estate transaction the right to choose who conducts the closing on their home purchase or refinance? Tell your realtor and loan officer to select Louisville's Choice in real estate closings. Pitt and Frank, LLC. Serving homeowners for over 25 years, we are a trusted source in the real estate business where licensed attorneys close your transaction. Rely on the best, rely on us at Pitt and Frank LLC. 895-9900. That's 895-9900. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. When homes are selling fast, who can ensure you'll get the most money for yours? I'm Barbara Corcoran, and I've managed agents who have sold homes for thousands of dollars over list price. The key is to hire the agent with a smart, aggressive marketing plan. In Louisville, no agent sells more homes than Bob Sokolar. His marketing attracts over 1,000 buyers month after month and allows him to put an immediate cash offer on your home and offer flexible fees. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. News Radio 840 WHAS, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next uh, 15 minutes or so. You can uh, reach me anytime to help get your home sold at 376-5483. And also here in the studio, Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys. They do a great job. 
And you can reach Kevin and his folks at Pitt and Frank at 895 And Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Okay. We have got five rules, gentlemen, golden rules of home staging to sell your home faster. Number one, personalize and depersonalize. Basically, buyers need to picture themselves in the house, not you in the house. Wedding photo, that may mean the world to you, but the buyer is a, it's a distraction and prevents them from seeing a home for their family. So personal photos, you really should consider taking them down. Golden rule number two, declutter and maximize the space in your home. Closets packed tight with all your clothes make a place look like it lacks closet space because you've jammed all the stuff in. They think, oh, there's no place else to put it. They've got to put it all in this closet or that closet. Consider temporarily storing the overflow off-site. Golden rule number three, sanitize. It's the easiest and cheapest way to stage your home. Just clean it, clean it, clean it. A sink full of dirty dishes is as unappealing to you as it would be to a buyer. It is well worth the elbow grease in cleaning floors, walls, baseboards, ceiling fans, windows, and I'll go one step further, cleaning light bulbs. Get the dirt off of a light bulb, even a little dust, it makes the light bulb shine brighter and more efficiently, and it makes the room look bigger. Light equals heat. Golden rule number four, unless your home has exceptional uh, period built-ins, kind of like in old Louisville, all homes could benefit from some sort of updating. If it feels that the home is dated, they will reflect that feeling in a lower offer when a buyer comes in to buy it. Consider simple changes like swapping out gold fixtures for nickel or chrome. Makes sense? And golden rule number five, neutralize. This is so important. Color can make or break a buyer's interest in your home. You may love that shocking red wall or that beautiful UK blue color, but all the potential buyer sees is a great deal of painting in the future because red or blue clashes with their style. And let's face it, if the, you're a U of L fan and they're a UK fan and they walk in, you're not going to be, and why chance it? Painting is one of the most inexpensive ways to change the look of a home and get your home sold. So there are the five golden rules. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hey, Bob. It's Tammy. Hey. I'm selling my home, but I don't want my ex-husband allowed in the house. I'm concerned he will call an agent and use the agent to get in the home. What do I do? This is a very tough question. Kevin, there's not a whole lot that an agent can do. The one thing that they could do is... They, as the selling agent, be there at all showings. That's not practical in many cases, and it actually can deter from selling your house. Another thing you could do is um, contact each of the buyers showing it and ask that you have a pre-approval letter sent to you in advance. That way, there's a name on that pre-approval letter, and again, you may get some pushback, uh, because the, the, it's not typical that a pre-approval letter precedes the showing, but at least that's another option. The other thing is you as the seller can be home when the agent comes, and then I would suggest you go outside. Um, hopefully it's not snowing when you're going outside so that you are able to screen that particular uh, buyer. Now, the other option, of course, if they've got a restraining order, I'm not sure legality is on that, Kevin, how does that work? Well, she didn't really say how recent this was, uh-huh. but uh, 
you know, the first thing, if it was fairly recent, is call, call their divorce attorney and, you know, get get to the point where they, they communicate with his divorce attorney just to make sure it's known that he's not allowed on the premises. Uh, right. And if there's any order, you know, by all means, you have to follow whatever order that you have. And the other thing was unclear with, with Tammy's comment is whether or not perhaps he's still on the deed. Because you have a certain situation, they're divorced, but their name's still on the deed, and they're going through the process, as a lot of times happen, that they're selling the property. Where if his name's on the deed, he kind of has a right to be there, unless the court has ordered otherwise. And he will have to sign the listing papers and the um, closing papers if he's still on the deed. Otherwise, it, that, That's correct. Yeah. And you have to deal with it all the time, and it's it's sometimes quite difficult to sell a house in that situation. Yeah. So all right. To, Tammy, I hope that helps you. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Stakolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Emma, thinking about buying a home, and I hear the interest rates are going up. Should I look now or wait till next year? The predictions I'm hearing, the interest rates are going up in 2018. Ah, so, I mean, we're hearing in December there's the the other increase, but... What else? In, yeah, but what about next year? Have we heard anything on other uh, terms going up? You know, I have not heard from uh, my expert on this scenario. If I had to guess, it, uh, it almost has to go up, Bob. You know, and mm-hmm. Kevin, I think you probably feel the same way. It's got to eventually go up. Uh, but we keep saying that. Yeah, how long we've we been saying that? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but in in this scenario, I I just really believe that that someone, especially in Bob, you can really uh, kind of. Uh, talk about this as well is mm-hmm. with the way the inventory is and everything it might take you a little time to find something so starting now to me getting yourself ready and if if you can pull the trigger i think you should start immediately in that scenario don't you agree i agree completely especially now first of all i've mentioned this before that the busiest day online looking for homes is actually christmas day people are with families they're thinking about next year they're having a good time and maybe great dinner so now they start looking to see what can they do to expend extend that period of time being with family another thing that we see is that there's still people even now looking for homes that have been looking this year that haven't been able to find them so if you are a buyer who's thinking or you've got kids grandkids relatives friends business associates who have people who are thinking about buying my suggestion is that you contact a good agent and by that I really would recommend a team because if that particular agent's already showing property and you as a client want to go out and see another a home right then that just came on the market, they a team, they work in a team where they're able to have somebody else go out to show you that property so that you're never alone, left alone to try to find out how to get in to begin with. So that's the first thing. But by getting with a, an agent, they'll set you up on a search on our MLS or one of our search systems so you'll get notified the moment that something comes out. Because if you wait for Zillow or any of many of the other uh, website companies, they're they're they don't do a good job, folks. I'm just telling you, the um, there's a delay. Whereas with with us, you're seeing things instantly, and your agent is looking on what we call a hot sheet that comes out on and notified on all the time of things that match on the hot sheet to what you're looking for, and you'll be notified as well. Hopefully that helps. Back to the phones. Hi there, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, my name is Carrie. Yeah. I recently had a divorce, and I've, my question is about apparently my husband, ex-husband's name is still on the deed. So what do I do? Okay, so we obviously we were listening to what we were just talking about. So Kev, ex-husband's name still on the deed, and 
I guess an agent can look, obviously, on PVA to see what's listed on PVA to see if the husband's name is still on the deed. We're looking at a, a, a quit claim cl- deed at this point, quit claim. Well, yeah, and the situation, a quit claim deed is just where, where one spouse will give up their interest in the property to the spouse who's usually going to stay in the property after the divorce. But in certain situations, both people are still on the note, and uh, the individual in the house cannot afford to refinance. So it's going through a period where they're trying to sell the property. There will be a property settlement agreement, in which case, again, like we talked about before, you have to follow what the court has ordered mm. in that situation. So if she's trying to sell his name still on the deed, first thing you do is pick up the phone and call your divorce attorney. And that is a good way where you don't have to confront your ex-spouse, let the attorneys do their job, and first and foremost, get your get your divorce attorney involved. Good. All right. And that, that is good advice. If you've missed one of our past shows on 840 WHAS, not a problem at all because you can head to LouisvilleRealEstateRadio.com. That's all one word, LouisvilleRealEstateRadio.com. Or go to Apple's iTunes podcast tab and search for Louisville Real Estate Radio, and you'll see all of our packed shows lined up in order. And that's LouisvilleRealEstateRadio.com or Apple's iTunes and search for Louisville Real Estate Radio. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Stikiller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hey, Bob. This is Samantha. Yeah. Um, I recently was um, approved by a, a big mortgage company online um, for a home loan, and I went through, put an offer on a home, I went through inspections, and now they're telling me that I do not qualify for the loan. Uh, what do I do? This is a problem because we see a lot of these national companies are very quick to get you in and get you online, and what happens, Randy? Well, and, and it's it's really, really tough situation, and we put a lot of processes and procedures, and I've talked to you, Bob, several times about that to yeah. prevent that from happening, having a, a do some in-house underwriting, having operations managers looking at things of that nature. So in this scenario, uh, sincerely, and I'm not trying to – Help myself as much, but I'll, I'll do it for I'll, you. I'll, I'll, you I'll, get it done. Yeah, I, I, yes, I really believe you need to call me. So I'll, I'll just leave it there. No, I, and, but here's what I think happens, and it happens on a regular uh, basis, Samantha. And this actually happened to us. Oh, yeah. We had a a seller who had met somebody who wanted to buy the condo. They had actually stopped by and looked at it, and it was a, a seller friend. And so the this buyer calls me and said, um, "Can we?" Um, can I buy it? And I said, yeah, we got to get you pre-approved. Now we sent her to somebody to get pre-approved, but the credit rating was not good. And then she went out and went online and went to one of these big companies, online companies. And all of a sudden I get a call and says, this person is good to go. I go, are you sure about that? <laughs> go, oh yeah, we've checked it. We're good to go. And sure enough, no, she wasn't good to go. And he had to eat his words. But in this case, I was able to control the situation because I called our seller. I said, okay, look, she says she's good to go. The mortgage company, this national company that you see a lot of times on TV, it's associated with a rocket ship, uh, said they were good to go. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, the square business, come oh, back yeah. at me. You know, um, They said they're good to go, but I'm just telling you, based on our experience, she's not. And then this person from this company calls me a couple of days later and says, yeah, we checked into it. She's not good to go. So, but had we acted on that word of that first mortgage company, this big company, we would have put the house, taken the contract, put it uh, pending, 
and then it would have been off the market for a couple of days. The good news was we were able to sell the house to someone who really legitimately was qualified to buy the house. I always say you want to shop local. Randy and Swan do a great job. Anybody local does a great job because here's the thing, and I won't say everybody, a lot of people do a good job locally because if something goes wrong, you want to walk into their office and say, what the heck is going on? You want to see them face-to-face, whereas with these national companies, who knows where they are? Well, and the big key, Bob, is sincerely you need to really, really dig into a file, and it takes a couple hours, three or four hours, sometimes days. To get into it. Yes. We are out of time. Our thanks to Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736, and my buddy Kevin Disler, also here from Pitt & Frank Attorneys with now three locations. Well, you got Oldham County, the new one, uh, Southern Indiana, and, of course, a couple here in Jefferson County. Good stuff. And you can reach me anytime. By the way, his number is 895-9900. You can reach me, Bob Sikolder, to help you buy or sell. We are looking desperately for homes to sell because we got a lot of buyers. Call me at 376-5483. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.